Welcome back to another episode of GEMS Podcast with Genesis Amaris Kemp, where the core pillars are to educate, inspire, and motivate. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this segment. Hey, y'all, and thank you so much for tuning back into another segment here on GEMS Podcast. With me in the hot seat is Marco Kerniger, and here is a bit about Marco, y'all. He's definitely on a mission for sure. In 2015, he finished his Bachelor's of Arts degree in Sports, Culture, and Event Management during which he had the luck to go for a semester abroad to study in Bangkok, Thailand, and do an internship in Yangon, Myanmar. Um, And the reason why this is so important is because this is what kicked off his self-development process. When he came back to Europe to defend his bachelor's thesis and start working, he struggled to find a job in his field at first. So he worked in a retail store for a few months until an opportunity came up to be be organizing a World Cup event for skateboarding. Unfortunately, this was just a summer job. So after the very successful event, he was looking for a job again. So the process started over. Luckily, one of their partners for the event was looking for some people. A few weeks later, he had signed a contract to work for a company that provides live judging and scoring, as well as TV solutions at FIS and Olympic events. So for a whole winter, he was traveling the world and seeing different places in the US, Canada, Japan, and even China. So you can only imagine some of his stories and some of the incredible people that he's met along the way and how that helped him evolve and develop. Um, And another cool part is, A few years later down the line, he became a senior team lead and responsible for the western part of their Austrian delivery fleet and hubs. Since the beginning of this year, he has been been on a podcast called Leading Better Lives, which he founded, and he wanted to share his knowledge and experience in a leadership position. He talks a lot about self-development in solo episodes and recently started having guests on who have similar focus on development and leadership. And that's just the tip of the iceberg, but I want to bring on the man behind it all, Mark, Marco Kerniger. Thank you for having me. Um, really, really nice introduction. Thank you for being here, Marco. So besides your bio, I want you to share something fun and interesting about yourself or something crazy that you've done in your life that was not mentioned in the bio and that maybe your audience does not know about you and surely mine doesn't. That's a very good question. I would start with something that your audience doesn't know, which is what is on my t-shirt. I'm a very big enthusiast for uh, in jiu-jitsu so I came to con- uh, in touch with it in I think 2013 when um, a guy from our university just offered this free MMA class and me and my friends we signed up and went there and he, it turned out that he was actually a Brazilian jiu-jitsu brown belt at the time I didn't really know what that meant but I saw very soon that he's not focusing so much on the kicking and um 
punching part, but much more on that ground fighting and closing the distance and applying things that are called submissions. And I really got intrigued with it. And I unfortunately never had really the opportunity to pick it up and do it regularly up until 2019. So three years ago, when I moved to the Alps and I found my Brazilian coach here in Innsbruck. And since then I'm absolutely addicted and I'm also on a mission um, to make people aware of it and give it a shot because for a martial art, I think it's incredibly um, nonviolent and um, makes you respect other people more and gain self-confidence. So that's not so much fun as it's kind of about violence but i'm having a lot of fun and i see a lot of people having fun learning new things and i think this is something that we really need in our lives like being curious and constantly learning new things that help us develop thank you for sharing that and do you think that you will go on to compete in jiu-jitsu or train other people the craft behind it yeah so um, when it comes to competing i'm already doing it i'm not on a very high level i'm just doing it as a hobbyist but i think competition is very uh, important for you to just find out what you're lacking so you go to a competition you might be one of the best guys in your gym but you're just training in a very limited circle so you go out there in a competition and some people might take it really seriously they train twice a day seven times a week and you're going to be competing against them if you want or not and you're just going to see a different kind of perspective of what the game is about and it's also an incredibly humbling experience because usually everybody's very nice to each other because you don't punch each other's faces and give yourself black eyes but um, it's a very respectable environment and you just go out and learn and most of the times you exit the competition unharmed and you just had a great learning experience and when it comes to teaching that's actually the part that i think i enjoy the most about jiu-jitsu because even though i'm just a blue belt i have already already so much knowledge to give to uh white belts who are just the great below and who are the new starters and there's just so uh, plenty to give of course you shouldn't teach stuff that you don't know about but there's quite a few things that i already do know and that i like to teach and uh, help people um enjoy more of the gentle art as it's called Mm, and thank you for sharing that, because I think that's a part of your journey, because you mentioned that um, you focus a lot on self-development. And whenever you are doing Brazilian jiu-jitsu, you ha really have to have that confidence. You have to be disciplined. But then you also have to think about owning your craft, but then also your opponent, too, and strategies. So some of the benefits um, can be like the character building, the self-confidence, happiness, plus you're getting in your exercise and that and all of those things. So how do you focus on getting one to accept their past and grow to be better than the than the day before? Because sometimes that can be hard because some people operate in the present. They just really want to be present in the moment. Other people look for the future. And then some people are still struggling to let go of the past. But I tell people the past is, is gone. You can't recreate it. The present is here and now. And the future, you can't fast forward to it, but you can make preparations. So from your background and some of the experiences that you have gone through, Marco, what are some of the things that help you in the self-development arena? Uh, so one of the biggest parts about the past for me is to just try and accept it. And I, for example, um, had a therapy session today where I learned that apparently I'm not as much connected with my inner 
self as I would like to be. Although, for example, on my podcast, I'm giving seven tools um, to be becoming more authentic. And number one is connecting with yourself. So I am trying to connect with myself, but apparently it's not that easy. And I think this is just something that we need to accept, right? Like there will always be moments from our past that might not be entirely resolved yet but for the time being we just have to accept them and for the people who want to live in the present i think that's actually one of the best states that you can be in even uh marcos aurelius the great stoic and roman emperor uh, said it that it basically doesn't make make sense to worry about either about your past or your future but just really focus on the things that you can really change right now but i do think that thinking ahead um for example in jiu-jitsu i don't want to train seven days a week uh, go all in and getting out hurt and um, having aches all the time but i want to do it in a way that allows me to focus as well in my career on a job because right now i'm not making money from jiu-jitsu it's just a hobby but still i want to progress so i try to learn a lot for example uh watch videos instructionals there's great material out there and then uh, i drill it with a friend so we go outside of the classes um, to do some extra sessions and then we apply what we learned in the actual sessions so i think very much ahead and how i want to develop myself but i'm not focusing so much on the details i'm just trying to do something that makes me better as you said than i was yesterday every day Yes, and I'm over here letting it marinate in because you're like, first you had to realize that there are certain things that you were missing. So that self-awareness, that inventory, and you realize that in the therapy session and you're working on changing those things so you can become better, a better Marco than you were yesterday. And sometimes looking within can be very hard because it can be scary because sometimes we don't always want to see the ugly truths. We want to see the pretty truths. But until you're willing to go beyond the surface level, then you're still missing out a valuable component in your life in order to connect everything together so you could have that total syn synergies whenever it comes to mind, body, and soul. And then I like the fact that you're progressing because I always say progression over perfection. Like you should be building upon different skills, talents, and qualities of yourself on a continual basis. And as you build up on it, then you start to see how later on down the line, you can fine tune it and perfect it if you want. But can we all say that perfection really exists? Because there's something that is always going to come to challenge us to grow, whether it's going to be personally or professionally, or whether it's mentally, physically, emotionally, or spiritually, we're always going to be evolving as long as we're living and breathing. Definitely. I find the concept of perfection kind of hard to grasp, first of all, because there's different perspectives, like something that's perfect for me, because it's according to my maximum skill level, might not be as perfect to you. So I think it's a very hard term. We, we might always want to strive to get as close to perfection as it's for us possible. But um, accepting a state as being perfect is also at the same at the same time encouraging still stand and this is something that we don't want right like as we want to be continuously evolving um as our bodies are evolving as well sometimes like just in age and not so much in skill set but still we want to learn we continuously want to grow if our bodies are not capable of growing anymore maybe we can do do it more with our minds so i think there's always a way to 
not not accept perfection uh, as the as the current level and when it comes um, to actually striving for progression instead of perfection in a business context for example as i've experienced it a lot um, sometimes you just have to roll out, out with stuff that's not perfect yet um, especially if you don't have time you know you, you need a solution now and you only have one that is like 50 percent or 70 percent developed but you just have to try something and you're you're understanding that you will have to change and adapt uh, along the way um, and i I just experienced that the more we wait with things, I mean, of course, sometimes there are really big projects that need prospection from a compliance or from a legal basis before you implement them. But more often than not, it's not the case. And you can actually start with a half-baked solution and then really make sure that by applying it and using it, you perfect it. And then it's still always uh, in the Kaizen mindset, a continuous improvement process. Absolutely. And it's so funny that you said um, compliance and regulations, because I spent three and a half years within that role whenever I was working in oil and gas. Definitely not my forte, but I had to grow into that role. And it did stretch me to learn things outside of my normal RAM, which my degree and background is supply chain and logistics. So I was like, oh, wow, this is a stretch. So yeah, that was a great point that you added there, Marco. And I know you help um, some of the people that you work with or mentor on self-development processes. So what are some of the processes that you work on? So in general, I try to keep a very close relationships with my direct reporter, everybody who's working in the Austrian logistics team, just because I think that people development is incredibly important. And if the people don't feel well, I won't feel well and our customers or our um, colleagues won't either. So I just, first of all, try to really find out how they are and what is driving them and what is important, really try to determine their values and by what they're driven. You know, some people are achievement driven. Uh, some people are just driven by harmony um, and others by ex external um, values like money. And um I just try to find out how to motivate people. And I think this is important for everybody um, in a leadership position, but also outside just us as a human beings. Uh, like maybe you are motivated by just asking questions and listening people. Um, and this, this is why you're like asking more questions than talking yourself, or you're just, I don't know, motivated by helping. And this will also show in a different character. Um, but one thing that is like really tangible and that um, I was lucky to learn um, as well from somebody else was the SBEER model for giving feedback. So you're giving feedback in four steps. And the first step is the S, the situation. So you're really just trying to focus on the situation that happened and not the person itself. So you're not being judgy, but you're just talking about a situation. You're describing the behavior. So in a particular situation, the person behaved in that particular way. Um, which caused a certain impact. This is the I, you're describing that impact. And then you're making a request and you're asking for the, that person to change their behavior the next time. And with this process, with these four steps, you make sure that people don't find excuses. Uh, they don't go off topic because you're continuously bringing them back to the situation that you discussed, which is not all of the situations that you have been in, but just that particular one. And so 
you're really just repeating that process until yeah the other person just has to admit that probably they were wrong and they accept your request for change i like that and i'm just gonna re uh recapture that again so sira is the name so sphir s-b-i-r oh. <laughs> what is it s-b-i-r s-b-i-r and then how do you say it marco spear Be like or spear like the spear that you can okay <laughs> and the four steps that you mentioned are situation impact request and ask so i guess i oh. looked at <laughs> the the you you missed the b which was the behavior so it's situation oh. behavior impact and the request Okay, perfect. Yes, because I want to put those in the show in the show notes so people can have some some methods to look back to to say, okay, whenever I'm going through this, let me see if I could use this method to help me just so they could kind of find a way to implement it, but just make sure that it makes sense that they're covering all the bases. Another thing that you um, focus on that's a little different outside of what we're talking about, but it can very well complement um, self-development is psychotherapy. And that helps, you said that that's something that you use to prevent burnout. And burnout is very real. And as you know, we're currently in Mental Health Awareness Month. And I want you to share what do you find beneficial about psychotherapy? But before you share the benefits, explain what psychotherapy is in case some of the audience may not be familiar with it. So I can only explain it, what it means from my perspective, because every psychotherapist does it a little bit differently. Um, so for me, I've, I've been preaching to, for people to go to therapy for a long time, even though I only started, I think, a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago, um, when I received a bonus, like a company bonus. And I thought, like, cool, what I'm going to do with this money is to actually spend it on myself. And I go to psychotherapy because I do have to pay for it. And um, yeah, I just looked on the internet carefully, um, researched who might be a match with me. And I gave that person a call and she sounded really nice on the phone. And we agreed on a free um, get to know each other appointment. And we just talked. She just asked me why I'm like, why I'm there and what my situation is and what I would like to to focus on and um then we just started and we first started in a bi-weekly kind of session and then um for the past few months we're uh, we've been to a um, monthly interval and yeah what you're just doing is you're talking to a professional and it can be something from the past that just came up or depending on how your therapy is set up and how how much you know about what you actually want to talk to for for me it was a few things but I didn't have like a specific trauma in my childhood that I wanted to talk about it was just me almost being burned out and um, being kind of like stretched in my job and just needing somebody um, objective and neutral to talk to and before you got to the point where you said okay I'm gonna go to therapy do you find that it was hard to come to the realization that you needed to go to therapy do you feel like you had the tools to kind of just mitigate it or fix it yourself? Because so many times 
people feel like going to therapy is a sign of weakness when in actuality, in my opinion, I feel it is a sign of strength because you're talking about your issues with a paid and trained professional, but then they're also giving you um, guidance from a non-biased, non-judgmental standpoint to help you level up to the area that you want to be in. I absolutely agree with you. And I don't think it's a sign of weakness. I think probably most of the human beings on the planet do actually need some kind of therapy. Um, I think I was just overdue to go. I was really happy to finally go. I was incredibly lucky with my, um, with my therapist. I, I think we really do match. And I think this is incredibly important. If after one or two sessions, you're not feeling it, I'm not sure if that person is the right therapist for you because, I mean, you should be able to share everything without any kind of constraint. And this is the relationship that I have with my therapist. And it's sometimes funny, sometimes sad. And uh, yeah, as you said, it's just an external guidance and a perspective. Like I, for example, in jiu-jitsu, like coaching, you're having somebody else tell you what to improve because sometimes you're just not seeing it and that's totally normal yeah wow i had to let that one marinate in for a little bit because sometimes whenever i rush into it i feel the audience doesn't really connect with the gem that you just dropped so what you just said right there i really want the audience to focus on the clarity behind it and the focus behind it because Without clarity, you're not going to have that laser clear focus. And without that laser clear focus, you're going to be spiraling down. And whenever you're spiraling down, do you want to hit the floor before you wake up and realize that you were already having warnings and the indicator lights going off in your life that you were hitting the period of burnout? And I want you to really think about that because how many people in our lives are just going through the mundane. They're going through the emotions. They're on the roller coaster ride and they know they need to take action, but they refuse because they don't want to be judged. They don't want to be labeled. They don't want to be seen as their life is falling apart. Have you been there, Marco? Or do you know people in your life that are at that point, but they're not listening to anyone because something hasn't happened to them where it rocks them at, at their core. Yeah, I think there's certainly certainly some people. Luckily, I don't, I don't have anybody who's like as close to the abyss, but I've definitely seen people. And I also, for example, in throughout my job, I definitely saw people who I thought would really need help or where a therapist could definitely ease them of some of their pain because I think life is incredibly hard and just because we might not be living in a war zone we tend to just suck it up and act like everything is fine but every one of us carries our own carries our own baggage and all of our problems are real even if it's just a broken fingernail in that situation it might just be the the worst thing that has happened to you in a week and it's a problem right now um, just because you're not suffering from, I don't know, hunger doesn't mean that your problem right now isn't your problem to own. So I think we all need to cut ourselves some slack and realize that we actually all need 
help and connection and sometimes our problems are just in the way of that and then we might have to connect to somebody who can help us connect with ourselves first before we can properly connect with others again absolutely and so now that we know about the psychotherapy from your perspective and we also know about self-development are there some tools and resources that you would like to share with the audience to get them thinking about something that they can do, even though it may or may not work for them, as long as we share the information, I think we're doing our part. Uh, so I'm a big proponent of Stoic philosophy. And I think there's a great book out there, uh, which is called How to Think Like a Roman Emperor. It's about Marcus Aurelius and his life story. And um, I, I've read his meditations, like the translation from uh, one of his diaries, um, before I read that book. And I was really stunned by how accurate his statements were and how applicable they are, like thousands of years later. And um, Stoic philosophy is not so much a philosophy, but more like a certain set of tools um, that helps you take life, actually not less serious, but to not worry as much. So for example, one of the, the tools that I remember is um, like worry projection. So let's say you have a problem right now and it's right, right now really big, but um, in order to try to refocus and understand how big it really is, you, you think about how much it would affect you. Like this very problem will affect you now in five or 10 years. How bad is it? actually will you still remember it in five or ten years so when you're actually going through that i think a lot of our daily issues become way less and stoic philosophy consists of multiple of these kinds of examples and tools that help you just look at life from a different and more helpful perspective thank you for sharing that and now let's jump into our call to action part of the segment marco what do you want the audience to walk away with after they listen to this segment? I would say just be nice to people. Smile at people, random strangers, even if it's not creepy where you're at, but um, just, just try to be as nice to people as possible. Be empathetic, be open, try to have some perspective and have real conversations and try to actively listen. And when everybody's just trying to be a notch nicer, tries to get the other's perspective and is actually listening instead of just making noise all the time, I think we can connect much better. And of course, uh, I'd be happy for your audience to give my podcast a try. It's called Leading Better Lives, in which I talk about all kinds of stuff in a little bit more depth. And also I'm having now really cool guests on that are helping with all kinds of topics and it's always very interesting conversations. Amazing. And Marco, do you have a website that you would like to share as well as where you primarily hang out on social media? Yeah, to admit, to admit that I'm just very bad at marketing myself. For uh, At that point, I'm just really doing the podcast for myself and uh, for the few people that I know I have a value from it. Um, the website is called um, leading-better-lives.com. It's not very updated. I made it once myself, but I really need to do a better job updating it. Uh, you can find the podcast on Spotify, 
Apple, uh, Google, Amazon, all kinds of listed podcast sites. And um, on social media, I hang out on LinkedIn. You can find uh, me under my real name, Marco Königer. Um, and yeah, I have to do a better job doing my Instagram handle. But for now, it's called Travel Beards. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much, Marco, for coming on and just sharing your insight with all things self-development that apply to you, as well as your um, viewpoints on psychotherapy. I want to encourage the listeners to connect with you. All of Marco's contact information will be in the show notes. And don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. We're on 40 plus platforms. You could also see all things video by heading on over to our YouTube channel, which is Gems with Genesis Amaris Kemp. And lastly, but not least, I want to thank each one of you for tuning in on a regular basis to support the guests that I bring on, as well as the brand behind Gems, which is to bring you topics that are educational, motivational, and inspirational while we intersect the dots for diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging. Because of you and your support, we're now ranked in the top 2.5% globally out of 2.8 million podcasts for www.listennotes.com. So thank you so much. And I am looking for brand sponsors. You can find out more info, info by heading on over to genesisamariskemp.net and clicking on that podcast tab. Go check it out. So until next time, peace, love, and lots of blessings. Have yourself an amazing day. Thank you for listening to another segment of GEMS Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this recording. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to GEMS Podcast on your audio platform, as well as our YouTube channel, GEMS with Genesis Amaris Kemp. We would love for you to be a sponsor, so please reach out via email at GEMS, G-E-M-S, with W-I-T-H, Genesis, G-E-N-E-S-I-S, Amaris, A-M-A-R-I-S, Kemp, K-E-M-P, at gmail.com, where your brand, your swag, your services could be here on GEMS Podcast.